0: Welcome. (laughs) Hi, I'm Abby. I'm Phil. And welcome to the Roots for Renewal podcast. This podcast is all about how we can live our lives as followers of Jesus by growing deep, healthy roots of faith. As we do this, God renews us so that we can be a part of His renewal of the church and ultimately all creation. So, in the last episode, we introduced the seven roots scripture, solitude, silence, spoken prayer sabbath self-care and significant relationships these are ways in which we can be connected to jesus and to feed on him in this time
1: that's right and i just wanted to pick out um, a particular bible verse there's been loads of different parts of scripture that we've referred to over the last few years to do with roots uh, lots of stuff in the new testament but it's only been in the last few months that god's really uh, led us to uh, jeremiah 17 and i think something specific that's really helpful for today Blessed is the one whose trust is in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. Mm -hmm. And I just love that image of that actually... The, the roots are to do with placing our trust and our confidence, not in ourselves, but, but in God. And as we, as we place those roots out, it's into this stream of like living water. So there's, mm. there's just such a beautiful image there of the deeper we go with Jesus, the more we're fed and the more we receive from him. But then it goes on to say, It does not fear when heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. Mm. And it feels like, we talked about being in a bit of a wilderness, and and that sense of drought maybe at the moment, our churches are shut, there's a lot of challenges going on, and and really it's as we go deeper into the the stream, as we send those roots out, that we know that we can continue to be fruitful in this time when things may be a bit more testing Mm. than usual.
0: And so today we're looking at the Bible, aren't we, the first root scripture. So why is
1: scripture the first root? So the Bible is the primary way that God has revealed himself, Mm. and the the primary way that God speaks to his creation. And if we want to be like that tree that's planted by the streams of living water, then the Bible is the main method through which we're going to draw up from God's goodness. You know, if we are in that kind of wilderness place, we can look at the story of Jesus, Mm. and and, and Jesus was 40 days, before he even began his ministry at roughly the age of 30, he was 40 days in the wilderness, in the desert, being tested and tempted. And and he was tempted at one stage by, by the devil with, with food. Mm. And his response was amazing. He says, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. And so Jesus experienced through that wilderness, through that desert time, was to become to learn to become more and more dependent on the voice of the Father. And so that's what, what we need to do as Christians, that the scripture is the place we go to receive that sustenance. And we live in a world of so much conflicting information, where we have different morals, different views, different opinions. The Bible is the place where we can go to find truth. And in that sense, it's, it's our daily bread. Mm-hmm.
0: You mentioned then about truth, um, but the idea of truth is actually quite profoundly countercultural, isn't it?
1: Yeah, we live in a world where everyone is encouraged to have their own truth. Mm. And you see it in, in everything in, in our media, in our television, and it, and it even begins to seep into the church that, that our greatest kind of moral value is to be true to yourself. And even if, even as I say that, people at home be nodding, it's like, yeah, we are to be true to ourselves because it's become so culturally built into the way that we think. But that's not what it is to live a life as a follower of Jesus, that actually we're not called to be true to ourselves, but we, we're called to shape and form ourselves to the truth. And Jesus is the truth, that we're to be shaped by him and into his truth to live his way. And so that's why we want to feed on, on the Bible every day. Uh, there's a book in the Bible called Romans, uh, chapter 12, verse 2, um, says, do not conform to the pattern of this world. So that's what we're talking about there. Don't be conformed to what happens on around the rest of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so that's why we read the word as our, as our daily bread, to say, God, would you renew and transform my mind? And maybe for us in this time, this is a time when we can begin that renewal that we talked about last week in ourselves by having our minds renewed by the spirit as we read his word each day.
0: So the scripture um, route is about having time, reading your Bible, feeding on God's word each day. And that might be a helpful reminder to all of us, you know, some of us who've maybe got out of the habit of doing that, but there might be, people listening who have never had this as part of their lives
1: yeah i think as christians we've got very used to particularly in this country being being fed by others at a weekly gathering of Mm. some kind and that's a that's a brilliant thing but maybe we haven't learned in the process to develop those skills to be able to feed Mm. ourselves on, on on god's word and And at this particular moment in time, when we're not able to meet together in churches, this is the perfect time. Again, no condemnation. This Mm. is the perfect time for us to say, "Okay, I'm going to learn the skills Mm. of picking up my Bible each day and and absorbing and taking in his word. Uh, Let's use an analogy. So we have uh, a nine month old son called Judah. And when he's, he's very hungry a lot of the time, and it's so frustrating because he makes the most horrendous screeching, screaming noises when he wants food. But he has a very legitimate claim to want to be fed, because mm-hmm. he can't feed himself, he's, he's just too little. and And so that's fine. So if you're new to faith... And if the Bible is new to you, then it's, it's right and reasonable that you would depend on other people, that you'd depend on a sermon or someone else's to help you to understand what the scripture says. But of course, our hope for Judah is that when he grows up, you know, if he's 30 years old and he's still screaming at home because he needs three meals a day and some snacks in between to, <laughs> to keep him going, then you would say and we would say that maybe we hadn't allowed him to grow into maturity. That he'd just become a consumer, that he was just taking on the things and the hard work that we'd done. So perhaps some of us are realising that we've lived our lives maybe a little bit in that way. Where we've actually become Mm -hmm. over-dependent on the things that others have prepared. Sunday sermons, maybe YouTube content or podcasts that you listen to or whatever it is where you look to be fed by the Spirit. But to flourish as a disciple of Jesus means that we can go straight to source. And this is the wonderful thing about being his followers. We don't have to go through someone else apart from the Holy Spirit, that we can go straight to God's word. And each of us has a device in our pocket, or most of us do, that has the Bible on it. We can have Bibles in our home in this country without fear of being persecuted. We have this amazing free access to the God of all creation who's revealed himself to us. um, and, And it's right there. So let's take the opportunity to do it each day.
0: And it's worth saying, isn't it, that our aim for this YouTube video for this podcast isn't to sustain people, is it? It's to provide some help in, in teaching people how to um, sustain themselves and kind of grow those daily disciplines, isn't it?
1: That's right. This this isn't church. This will not feed you spiritually. <laughs> the, the aim of this, as you say, is that it will give us tools to be able to feed ourselves.
0: Mm. Um. I'm, and we're also not saying that the church, the sermon, listening to other people's wisdom becomes unnecessary because we've learnt to read the Bible for ourselves.
1: No, that's right. And this is the beauty of it, because then we get the Sunday thing um, mm. into the right context. So you've got, you know, that feeling when you you're cooking food for yourself all the time and then you, you get to go out to a mm. restaurant. Or you get to go out to a friend's house for a meal. Or someone in your home just prepares a special meal for a special occasion. And all of a sudden you've got this amazing feast that you've put no work into (laughs) whatsoever. And you can just sit back and enjoy it. Now that's not to be our everyday experience. Mm. That gets to be this treat. That's our Sunday when we gather with others. That's when we get to receive God's word that someone else has lovingly taken a week to prepare. But our daily bread... Is to be able to feed ourselves by going straight to source, by picking up His Word, and and getting ourselves stuck into it.
0: Okay, so how do we develop this route? Let's talk practicality, shall we? How do we grow through Scripture?
1: I think the first point is to not make big grand gestures. I'm going to read the whole Bible in the next two days because it's just <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, because then it just becomes like a New Year's resolution that you're yeah. just clearly going to give up halfway through January. Um, but instead, just to see this as a lifelong pursuit, to think in terms of years and not weeks. Mm. So I would say for most of us, the, the discipline would be read a chapter of the Bible mm. every day.
0: Yeah.
1: And some of us will think, well, that's not actually very much. And it's not, you know, you take a less than 10 minutes to read a chapter a day. But if you read a chapter every day, 365 chapters a year, I imagine for most of us, that would mean more reading our Bible than we are currently mm. doing so maybe that's a commitment that you could make. You'd get through the New Testament in 10 months. You'd get through the whole Bible in less than four years. And that's even including if you miss one day a week because you've just forgotten yeah. or something. I think that's something that's quite attainable for all of us.
0: Yeah. So you're talking about studying the Bible, small amounts every day, most days, of the week.
1: That's right. And, and Bible study, really. I don't know who came up with this analogy. I honestly can't remember if it was me or someone else. If I've read it in a book, then somebody will tell me and I'll give credit <laughs> next time. But um, the... The idea of Bible study is that you're like, it's like you're in a yacht, like a fast-moving vehicle. Mm. You're flying around the world, you're flying around God's word, and you're seeing the big picture, you're seeing mm-hmm. the grand scale, you're seeing all of the beauty, the, the big islands, the small things, the bits that you you get in a picture of the yeah. whole. And and by reading um, at a pace, you know, a, a chapter a day, you're getting to see the big narrative of God's story mm-hmm. that he's revealed to us. But there's also another type of reading which I think is really important, and that's meditation.
0: Ooh, might make feel, people feel a bit uncomfortable meditation does that fit with the Christian faith
1: yeah so we think of Eastern religions and kind of this idea of emptying your minds and mm. but actually I, I love Dietrich Bonhoeffer an amazing German theologian and, and someone asked him the same question they were feeling cautious about it and, he, and they said why do you meditate and his simple answer was because I'm a Christian <laughs> and uh, and so it's not about emptying our minds it's actually about filling our minds with God's Word. Mm. Um, so it's about if you read a chapter every day, more often than not, if you read a chapter of scripture, you'll come across one little bit and it'll just jump out at you. Mm. think That's amazing. Or that's challenging or that's new. Mm. Um, so I would read the chapter and then pick out one verse or a few words and just repeat it over and, and listen to God and, and let it soak in. So if the image of a study is like a yacht, then this is the bit where you turn off the engine, you slow down. You gently climb down off the ladder. You lower yourself into the water. You lean back and you just soak in that one tiny spot in the middle of the ocean of the whole of God's word. And you Mm. soak in that one bit and say, God, what is it that you are saying to me in this moment, in this place, with this tiny bit of your revelation? And that, for me, is what, what meditating in scripture is all about.
0: There's a few particular challenges we want to try and address, aren't there?
1: Yeah, so it might be that you're listening or watching this and you're not someone who's used to reading the Bible. Maybe you're new to the Christian faith, in, in which case it's really nice to, to have <laughs> you listening. And you might be saying, well, where do I start? What do I do? And, um, you know, the Bible, when you first look at it, it's a collection of many, many different books and it can be quite confusing. They've all got different purposes, written at different times, mm. different, some are poetry, some are stories. Um so we would say if you've never read the Bible before, then you want to find the Gospels, mm. four books of the Bible that are about the life of Jesus, Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. Mm. Read a chapter of that a day and, and take it in. And, and if you've not um, got a Christian friend that you know, then contact your local church um, or get in contact with us and people will, will try and support you in that.
0: Mm. Um, what if you are not a big fan of reading or what if you can't read very well?
1: I think that's one of the brilliant things about technology now. Yeah. If you've got um, a, a smartphone, then you can access U Version, which is the the Bible app. It's called U Version, and it's very. Uh, if you search for, for Bibles, you'll find it, and it will read the scripture to you. So you will find yeah. the bit, and you hit play, and it'll read it to you, and and. In many ways, that's how Jesus and his yeah. people at his time would have yeah. heard it. They would have gone to the uh, to the temple, to the synagogue, to hear the yeah. uh, the word of God spoken. So it's yeah. a great way to do it.
0: I think you can buy it on CD as well, can't you? Yes. Yeah, amazing. Um, so and this is great. Uh, like the the reading bit is great for adults. But what about how can we encourage like our children, our godchildren? How can we encourage them in learning to love the scripture?
1: Yeah. So I think we can just begin to disciple our children, like today by let's sim- not wake them up to do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by by simply reading our bible with them mm-hmm. every day again there are some amazing kids bibles out mm-hmm. there um suitable for different ages and so they can kind of graduate from one to the other uh, our eldest is is nearly seven and he's he's now getting to the point where he just loves to to read it himself and they take in this mm-hmm. in the scriptures and, and get an understanding of the story of mm-hmm. of god's creation through that and that I think could be one of the greatest gifts that you ever give to your children so if you as you put them to bed take two or three minutes to read a couple of pages of mm-hmm. a kid's Bible story with them. Again, think in years, not yeah. in terms of weeks. Think of lifelong discipleship mm. for your children.
0: Yeah, and also kids love repetition, don't they? So the more they hear these stories, the more they're kind of soaking them in, the more they'll, you know, they'll come out with it when it surprises you and stuff. So the more that we can be doing this for our children, for our godchildren, the better really, isn't it?
1: Yeah, so, and reading it together is enjoying yeah. it's something if you've got family now you can do um, at home while you're in lockdown. Yeah. Or if you've got
0: grandchildren or godchildren, you know, get on the FaceTime, get on the Zoom and read them stories on that. Yeah, in. buy them a
1: the Bible if they don't have it. Yeah, them.
0: great. Um, so maybe take a moment now, wherever you're listening to this, to decide um, what you're going to put into practice um, with scripture in this week ahead.
1: Great. Should I finish with a prayer? Yeah, great. Father God, I pray that as we read your word this week, you'd reveal yourself to us by your Holy Spirit. I pray that you would challenge us to grow, help us to draw closer to you. And let your word feed us with new life that will make us fruitful. May your word give us the ability to thrive even when the heat is on, when the pressure is up. Amen.
0: Amen. So we'll see you next time when we'll be exploring solitude.
1: Could there ever be a time where that subject is more appropriate? (laughs) See you next time.